you're going to fall flat on your face. You're going to make mistakes and put yourself on the line, but you need to because without those struggles, there is no progress. We are living this one life and you have to give it everything you got and a little bit more. That's what it's like to be passionate. Welcome to the Live Passionately podcast. So I woke up this morning to the pitter-patter of rain on our tin balcony and it was lovely and it was beautiful and it changed my mindset for the day and it changed my mood and it even changed my plan and it was as if I was waking up in my childhood home. I grew up in an old house with an old tin roof and sometimes when it rained I would wake up to rain droplets on my toe but that's what made it all the more beautiful and that's what made it all the more capturing and as much as I complained about that old house as a teenager and complained about the couple of raindrops that might have been falling on my bed our house had character and so waking up this morning to that pitter-patter on the tin really brought me back to those beautiful moments in that beautiful old home that had a hundred, if not more than a hundred years of stories to tell. And I just felt so comfortable. I felt so comfortable that I grabbed my book and I just read. And I haven't read at 6 o'clock in the morning for a very long time. And I just read while my partner got ready for work. And I felt like I was at home. Because home isn't a place, it's a feeling. And that feeling of home represents comfort and certainty and freedom. But sometimes we aren't lucky enough to have that feeling. And this morning I felt lucky. I felt lucky to have that feeling and to feel that comfort and to feel like I could be free and be myself and sit in my pajamas and read. And we sometimes take that luck for granted. Or we sometimes don't always feel that way with certain people and certain relationships. And when I talk about relationships, I don't just mean romantic relationships. There are friendships, there are platonic relationships, there are relationships with family members. Relationships can kind of span across many different definitions. But in this particular case, I am talking about relationships with people. And there are relationships with people that make us feel comfortable and are judgment-free and are loving and caring and full of kindness and compassion and those are the relationships we want to keep in our life regardless if they're romantic or family or friendships when we feel safe that's a relationship that puts value on ourselves and puts value on them but there are going to be relationships that cause discomfort and uncertainty and judgment and it can create this negative environment that sometimes we feel we can't leave. 
and those are toxic relationships and those are the relationships that we need to press delete on and it's so easy to press delete friend on Facebook it's easy to unfollow someone on Instagram but sometimes it's really hard to do it in real life because they've manipulated you or they've made you feel like you can't be anything without them and that's not true but it can be really difficult to press that delete button in your brain and to say no I can't engage in this relationship because it's causing turmoil on my mental health and we don't realize it Sometimes it takes a few years before we realize a relationship is toxic. And the telltales for me are my feelings. So do I feel like I'm safe? Do I feel like I can be myself or do I feel like I'm going to be judged? Sometimes walking into a room and being uncertain whether the person's going to be in a good mood, a bad mood, a foul mood, whether they're going to be mad at you, not mad at you, happy to see you, not happy to see you. That uncertainty is, is not healthy. And the biggest telltale for me is do I feel comfortable? Do I feel comfortable walking into this person's home? Do I feel comfortable sitting and having coffee with this person? If the answer is no then I don't waste my time on a relationship that puts so much strain on my health. So what is a toxic relationship? What are these signs that you can look for, not just in your own emotions, but signs in someone's behavior? We all have toxic behaviors. We all have behaviors that we recognize that we might need to change or that we do that might not be so fantastic. But a person who puts you in a toxic relationship or a toxic environment does basically all of them. And it's not safe for you to be there. The first one is nothing is ever good enough. So anything that you do, no matter how much effort you put in, it could be cleaning up after them, it could be uh, always calling them to make sure they're okay and giving and giving and giving and, and whatever you do, nothing is ever good enough. So you don't get a thank you. You don't get a thanks for helping me out or thanks for doing this. You usually get complained about. You did this wrong. You didn't do this properly. And you could be thinking in your head, yeah, but I didn't have to do it and I did it, but that's not how they see it. You did it, but you didn't do a good job. So I'm going to complain about all the things that you did wrong rather than the things that you did right or rather than the fact that you were kind enough to do this for me. The other one is playing victim. This is a habit that even I've noticed I did as a... Uh, teenager especially as a teenager if I was caught in a lie I would try to find someone else to blame and I would say oh I lied but it was because I was put in this situation and I would make up some story and I would play victim by the time I got to adulthood I tried really hard to stop that and I've pretty much stopped it now 
because that's a toxic behavior. And a toxic person or a toxic environment will always play victim. They can never do anything wrong. It's always someone else's fault. But part of being an adult is owning up to your mistakes. And it's okay to make mistakes. Mistakes are a part of being human. But a toxic person can't admit to those mistakes. And if you've done something that they consider wrong, then they will make you feel guilty and they will make you feel ashamed. And they may give you the silent treatment. I had a person in my life once who did this, who you could do something so small, but they got so angry with you and they made you feel so guilty by not talking to you or by giving snarky remarks. And it got to the point that I was on my bathroom floor. I would come home to my home where I felt safe and I would lie on my bathroom floor and cry. Hysterically ugly cry. To the point that I was almost sick. And it was that moment that I was on the floor crying when I finally calmed down and I said to myself, why? Why am I putting myself in this situation, in this relationship? Why am I trying to make it better if it's going to do this to me? And so I pressed delete and I stopped it. And I stopped myself from feeling guilty and ashamed for doing something that I didn't even know. Sometimes with this particular person, it was something that I didn't even know what I did wrong. But they made me feel like I had done something awful and terrible and wouldn't explain their own feelings to me. So I was left crying on my bathroom floor when I got home, not knowing what was happening. And that's when I pressed delete. I said, no, I'm not going to put up with feeling guilty and ashamed and getting a silent treatment for something I didn't know that I did. For something that this person won't even explain to me how they are feeling. That's a really big telltale. When you feel guilty and ashamed and are getting treated with unkindness and not getting explained what the situation is or or why this person feels this way about you that's toxic and you need to press delete there are other signs of toxic people or people putting you in toxic environments people who constantly critique you so in addition to all these other things that we've talked about if someone's constantly critiquing you it eventually becomes draining. It becomes so draining that you feel like you can't do anything right and so you don't feel like doing anything at all. It becomes draining. Or when they kind of violate your boundaries so they want to know everything that's happening in your life and the gossip that's happening in your life and 
things that you might not actually trust them to keep secret. Respecting boundaries is huge. And even boundaries that doesn't have to be secrets. Boundaries can just be what you're comfortable with. The behaviors that you're comfortable with. And a toxic person won't respect those boundaries, even if you lay them out for them. They'll find them stupid and they'll, let's go back to the one above, they'll critique them. The last two kind of intertwine with the rest of the points that I made. So a toxic person in a toxic environment will make the situation all about them, which kind of is explained through all of the other signs. But by making it all about them, they're also engaging in manipulation. By doing all these things, like nothing is ever good enough, or playing victim, or making you feel guilty and ashamed, or giving you the silent treatment, critiquing, violating your boundaries, that's all manipulation. And it's this manipulation that makes it extremely difficult to let go of that relationship. Because that manipulation makes you feel like if you press delete, if you press the delete button, then you're losing something. But if you stay in that relationship, you are losing something. You're losing yourself. And that's more important than losing anybody else. It can sometimes be hard to press delete. It can sometimes be hard to make the decision to cut off a friendship or cut off a relationship or say like I'm not going to engage as much in this relationship or put in as much effort in this relationship anymore it can be really difficult and it's it's a really big thought process so definitely journal about it if you're in this situation and you're not sure journal about your feelings journal about all the traits and Maybe even journal about the discussion you would like to have with this person. If you feel safe enough to talk to this person about their behavior and how it's impacting you, then take the opportunity to talk about it. But if you don't even feel safe to talk to this person about their behaviors and how it's impacting your mental health, then that's the point that you need to step away and you need to back up. It's hard for us to drop friendships or drop relationships because we don't want to feel alone. Human beings don't want to feel alone. Most human beings are very social people. Some human beings aren't so social. Some human beings fall in between. But feeling alone is something that a lot of us don't want to feel. So backing up from a relationship and saying, no, I, I don't want to be friends anymore or no, I don't want to put in as much effort and call this person all the time and have this person come over to my house anymore. I can't do it anymore. That can get really hard because you don't want to feel alone. And sometimes we wonder or our brain makes us think, maybe I would prefer getting treated this way over being by myself. But when you develop a healthy relationship with yourself and you enjoy spending time with yourself, you'll never feel alone. And sometimes you need to take that time to understand who you are 
and what value you bring to the table so that when you create other relationships, you are strong and empowered in these relationships. And there are so many benefits to removing people from your life. And it sounds really intense. Even just now I said it and I was like, ooh, that's pretty intense to remove people from your life. But yes, yeah, sometimes you have to. I have removed family members from my life in a sense of I won't really engage in conversation with them. I might see them at family gatherings, but our relationship will never be the same because they made me feel useless and they made me feel like I wasn't cared about and they made me feel uncomfortable and uncertain about who I was and I don't need that shit regardless if we share the same DNA and after doing that I felt free and I felt like I could be myself and so there are tons of benefits by removing someone from your relationship repertoire in your brain. It's like clearing out some of the files. We look at our brain as a filing cabinet. It's taking out some of those files that don't need to be there, that are just clutter. And you know how when you clean out a regular filing cabinet or organize your desk space or your bedroom, you feel so much more invigorated and happy and joyful. It's the same feeling because you are cleaning out files. You're taking things out that don't need to be there. Things that are causing a burden on you. So we have to stop feeling bad about removing people out of our life because as much as people don't wanna say it and as much as society says, no, this is not something that we should say, you need to put yourself first. You need to put yourself first before anybody else. Because if you give and give and give, well, eventually you're going to run out of juice. Eventually you're going to run out of battery power. And if you never plug yourself into charge, then you're going to drain. You're going to burn out. And then you can't be that person to show up for you if you have no battery. So yeah, you need to put yourself first. And if there are relationships that are causing you to give and give and give and your battery percentage just keeps dropping and dropping and dropping, those are not the relationships that you want in your life. Those are not the relationships that benefit you. And if they don't benefit you, in the long run, they don't benefit the other person either. A healthy relationship with yourself, a healthy relationship with other people, both people will benefit from it. There is benefit on both sides. There is growth on both sides. You'll become this new person that you didn't even know you were because someone else was holding you back. But when you have this healthy environment around you and you feel safe and you feel free and you feel certain and comfortable, you become the big role in your life and you become this new person. And in order to benefit others, we have to make sure we are benefiting ourselves. In order to give to others, we have to make sure that we are giving to ourselves. 
And when we give to others, we want to make sure it's the right people. We want to make sure it's the people that will appreciate it and that will love you no matter what and care about you no matter what. Those are the relationships that you need. So is it better to have 10 different friendships and they all be toxic or to have two amazing friends that bring you this safe and healthy environment? Well, I choose the two friends because the 10 toxic relationships will cause me to burn out and become miserable. And the two healthy, beautiful relationships will allow me to flourish and grow and feel empowered and have a voice and feel valued. So we have to stop feeling bad for choosing who we want in our life. Because we do have a choice. We might have heard that we, we don't choose our family, but if people in our family are making us feel like shit, then they don't have respect for us. And they don't have respect for you. And so no, we don't choose our family, but we can choose who we want in our life to create the beautiful person that we were meant to be. I hope you learned a lot from this podcast. Remember to always live passionately, and I will see you next time.